0: Six on a Friday night. It's, uh, I had to check the calendar. It's December 11th. Tom Kearney here. The Tom Kearney show is on WPTF every night, Monday through Friday, from 9 until 10. It's a little bit of live and in real time radio, and so we are in fact live and in real time now, coming to you. And as usual on Friday night, when we are able to, and that is something catastrophic has not happened, and. Lots of catastrophic or near-catastrophic things have happened, but we're still here tonight anyway to do our Friday night best by being a little entertaining uh, and doing our Friday night trivia show. It's kind of a celebration of the fact that we made it through another week, and uh, we're starting the weekend here, and it's supposed to be a pretty nice weekend. I'll remind you that Christmas is only uh, two weeks away, and uh, our way of commemorating the uh, past the Christmas and getting the spirit uh, up is to talk about Christmas movies, have some trivia about them as we did last week with my brother Stephen, and tonight we're going to talk about Christmas movies with one of our distinguished listeners and get his opinion on what some of the better Christmas movies, the movies of his life, so to speak, are. He is is Woody Seymour, who is from Sanford, North Carolina, and uh, he joined us. Uh, as a, a listener and a, a part-time uh, uh, subject uh, a guest about 30 years ago when I discovered that he knew all about shortwave radio. And in those days, we had a lot of programs about shortwave radio. It's something that has, has gone out of fashion to some extent because of the presence of the computer and the, the Internet. But uh, we got a, a, a knowledgeable person to be a guest on our show and that's how Mr. Seymour came to us. Woody, are you there tonight? I'm
1: there, Tom. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing fine. I just was interested in, you know, we have a, the technology of our telephones to deal with because of, because of the, the virus. I'm doing my program from home and you normally would have been in the studio with us, but you're doing yours from home. So we are here tonight to talk about uh movies that people might watch during the season, movies that you have watched that you found entertaining. And the, the thing is that people sometimes forget about certain ones. And when you talk about them, you re, you remind them of a particular movie. And I, I actually thought of a particular movie uh, that I uh, hadn't thought of for a long time. It was one of uh, my friend George Brody, who used to do the movie trivia for us before he passed away, his favorite movies. And uh, we don't have to talk about it tonight, but I'm going to ask you if you if you remember, we are no angels. Do you know that movie?
1: I do remember that movie,
0: and I do
1: remember George talking about it.
0: All right. Okay. Well, if uh, we if there is a, a a point tonight, uh, we might end up talking about it a little bit because it has an interesting cast, as you know, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, an interesting uh, uh, villain. I think you would say. But you you get to tell us the movies tonight that uh, have been your favorites, and why they've been your favorites, and uh, so we're going to, to go down that road, uh, and so with that, the, the case, I'm going to hand you the ball now, and you have to let me kibitz a little bit now, so that we're, sound a little bit like we're being co-hosted on this okay. uh, Friday well, night.
1: You know, Tom, uh, around the end of World War II, and <clears throat> excuse me, I, I wasn't even born then, but I I study history, so... Um, a lot of Christmas movies uh, were released, and especially as the war was ending and the, the troops were coming home, and some of our best movies were done during that period of time. And these movies, they've been around my whole life. Uh, I've been able to uh, enjoy them and see them numerous times, and and uh, I thought we might talk about a few of those tonight. Um, And I know you and Stephen uh, had a program last week where you were talking about uh, some Christmas movies, and and, uh, I'm going to try to talk about some different ones because uh, there's plenty of them to go around. And I'd like to direct your attention to the year 1947. 1947 was a couple of years after the end of the war, and there were four well known Christmas movies released in 1947. And
0: some of them we've
1: talked about on the program, some you and Stephen talked about, but I thought I'd just mention them first and then we can go talk.
0: But well, it. it's all right if you want to mention them me again because we, we never know if people are listening tonight were listening last week. So okay. you go wherever you want to go. Okay.
1: Well, in January of 1947 the movie It's a Wonderful Life was released. And this is one of the real classic movies, Christmas movies, I think if you'd have to... To me, if I was going to make a list, I'd, I'd want it to be 10, I wouldn't want it to be 5. But uh, I think It's a Wonderful Life would, would be on the top 5 or the top 10. Um, it's uh, It's got a great cast. And in any movie with Jimmy Stewart in it, It's a good movie, and it's got other great, great actors in it. Um, And that was in January. Uh, And you can jump right in if you want to make a comment about the movies. Because well, you
0: know, well, you know, for years when we would take uh, when George was on, we'd we'd sometimes do a little uh, uh, contest to see uh, have everybody that called, and you didn't necessarily have to be on the air, but tell us their favorite movie and and this was also true in the general ratings on television, the most popular Christmas movie was It's a Wonderful Life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it uh, uh, got into a little bit of a problem because some of the copyrights on it had not been renewed, and and it was a a point where uh, the lawyers for, uh, I think, Turner Classic Movies solved that problem, and now I think we're guaranteed that we'll see it only a couple of times a year. And another movie that I'm sure you'll talk about sometime tonight has replaced it as... The number one on our list, but we'll wait for that. Okay, that
1: was in January. January. Now in, okay. um, in April, one that you don't hear as much about. It happened on Fifth Avenue, and this is one that that I haven't. If I haven't, if I've seen it, I've seen it only maybe once, four. But uh, it's not one you hear as much about. But it was released in that year, 1947. Have you ever seen that movie?
0: I don't think I have, but I might have, I might have because that was a period my mother uh, liked to go to movies, and she would take my sister and I downtown on, on uh, Friday afternoon, and we would go to, to the movies. And so I may have seen it, and I may have seen I've watched a lot of movies on Turner Classic Movies. So who is in It Happened on Fifth Avenue? No one that I'd really heard of. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll, that'll I'll, give us something to do some research on.
1: We 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 may have a listener who that's their favorite movie, and I'm I'm sorry, but it it hadn't struck me yet. Um, in June, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, and of course, this is one of the first older Christmas movies that I watched and was enthralled by. Uh, Edmund Gwynn, uh, Natalie Wood, <laughs> John Payne. Uh, it was just an excellent movie. And it's one that, that I, one reason I like it is because it's black and white. And when they redid that movie back in 73 or some like that, I, I didn't like it because I thought the original was next to perfect. I mean it was a great movie. Did not need to be redone. Even right. though it was in color. Right. Well um, I've told
0: I've told you that I love that movie because of the great cast of character actors that are in it and yes. two in particular, William Prawley, who everybody who ever saw I Love Lucy knows who he is. Yep. And the the judge in the court case, uh uh, it was played by uh uh June Lockhart's father, and, and uh, he was a great character actor at that time, and she was always one of my favorite actresses, so he, he gets points from me, too. Well, uh, he, he
1: was a great actor, too, and, of course, his daughter uh, is the answer to a, a piece of Tom Kearney uh, uh, radio trivia, and uh, the question is, uh, what, what well-known uh, television uh, actress uh, phoned in to Tom Kearney's program one Saturday afternoon uh, a number of years ago,
0: and, and and I'm glad that you exist because you remember that. And I've yeah. had people say, "Oh, Tom, you're making that up," but she happened to be in the Triangle visiting her daughter and her granddaughter, and uh, and had the radio on WPTF and called us up. We talked about Lancelot Link, Secret Champ. Yes, and I mean
1: that I mean, it was surreal. But you, you and Stephen were, I think, we're doing a, a program, uh, and you know, it, it's like it's just so unexpected for her to call in. And I, yeah. I was over at my parents' house, listening to the program, and uh, I thought, wow, <laughs> that's, that's good. It's very unusual to have someone like that in the area yeah. and
0: and listen to your program, uh, and uh,
1: and could add something to it.
0: Well, I, I'm going to do a radio tease thing. Now you're the you're the brains of this outfit tonight because you're the content man and I'm the radio guy and I'm keeping the clock. You you said you were going to talk about I think four yes movies and I think you've talked about two or is it two or three of them
1: three of them
0: We have one left. Uh, let's save that. But well, let's take a break and when we come back, what movie will we be talking about?
1: Uh, we're going to be talking about the Bishop's
0: Wife. I, that's really good because I know you particularly like that movie, and I remember uh, George saying George Brody the aforementioned.
1: Uh, I watched it because of George Brody. Uh, i
0: never
1: well, he, heard of. He made it the
0: point that it was one of the few movies that, that were real popular, or uh, that we had on our program, and so on that took religion seriously. You mm-hmm. uh, that were more than you know romantic entertainment, and
1: uh, and, and had it, wonderful actors in it.
0: Right, and you've got a bishop and you've got angels and and those kind of things. But we'll find out the story of the bishop's wife uh, when we come back. Uh, Woody Seymour is our guest tonight. We're talking about Christmas movies on The Tom Kearney Show on WPTF. The Tom Kearney Show on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. 921. TF Radio Tom Kearney Show on a Friday night. It's December the 11th, uh, uh, 48. Oh, no, no, two weeks, uh, 14 days from now we will be. Uh, well, the Christmas Day will almost be over, so we're uh, ramp, ramping up the drums a little bit here, and uh, uh, a part of the religious and uh, the secular experience too of uh, Christmas season is watching movies that, uh, as Woody Se- Seymour has pointed out. Uh, Kind of the movies of our of our life, movies that have been with us uh, and contribute to the memories that we have of when we first watched them. I've always had a lot of memories of uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed and uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and uh, the the movie uh, well, the one about the BB gun, and we're going to hear about it. I'm pretty sure somewhere along the way, but we. We, we left Mr. Seymour, as he was talking about four movies that came out in the late 1940s that he wanted to, to talk about, and, and the one that's, that's left is one that we've talked about a lot on this program, but you don't see it very often. Isn't that right, Woody? You don't,
1: Tom. I, I know you have to... Turner Classic Movies always saves it very close to Christmas, and it, it gets at 8 o'clock time, which uh, is their way of showing that they consider it to be a... A quality movie, and so it gets at 8 p.m. time, and I, I haven't looked at the schedule, but I'm sure it's going to be on sometime within two or three days of, of of Christmas. And that's the thing about some of these movies is that you, unless you've got a streaming service or some way of uh, watching them, uh, or if you really like it, have a DVD of it. You know, you have to kind of you have limited opportunities. Um, <clears throat> some of the movies that are out. You have unlimited opportunities to watch them, and I'm talking about some of my favorites, uh, like, for example, Home Alone uh, and the uh, good old Christmas Story and Christmas Vacation. But The Bishop's Wife is is a is a really really good movie. It's one that when you watch it, you feel like that you is time well spent. And it's because of the actors in it. It's because of the story. Um, I wish I had uh, George Brody's commentary about it because, I mean, he really he, he sold me into watching the movie the first time. So um, he was uh, he he was very good at describing movies. <clears throat> but uh, you got great great actors, David Niven, Cary Grant. And uh, the wife was played by another well-known
0: star, and I know you know you know who she is. Oh, we used to watch her on television coming down the stairs. And she she glides, always looked, have you ever she seen always looked anybody, great.
1: Ever seen like glide down the stairs like she did? You
0: know. Yes.
1: And her her, her Loretta, TV show, Loretta Young. Loretta Young, yes. Her TV show was. Uh, that's the thing I remember about it was her, how. Flawlessly, she descended the stairs, the staircase. Um, Good movie. You got, you know, angels in it. Just a good story. And it's one of my favorites now. I'm going to see when it's on, and I'm going to make sure I watch it when it's on this year.
0: Let me say, Woody, that you confront a, I don't think it's a problem, but you confront a choice sometimes with this movie, as you do a number of other really classic movies. And there is a, there is a remake of this yep. uh, movie, uh, and uh, the remake starred Whitney Houston, uh, and it was uh, rather than a like an Episcopal bishop, it, it was a Baptist preacher. It's all right, but it is not as good as the movie with the, uh, Loretta Young is, and so on. But uh, and this is true of another of other movies. You and I talked about uh, Christmas in Connecticut. There's the original one that made in 1945, and then the the uh, remake in I think 1982 or something like that. And so, so when you're oh, picking yeah. them out, you you have to be you have to be careful if you're uh, you're looking for them in a TV guide or kind of that kind of thing. I didn't mean to interrupt your your flow, but I do know that that's sometimes a problem. You think you've you got do. one, and you've got the other one.
1: It is a problem, and I, I find myself not going to the remakes.
0: Uh, I, I find
1: myself watching the original movies because, um, I don't know, it's just, it's just, to me, the original is, is the person or the filmmaker that had the
0: original idea, and that's just the way I like to watch my movies now we're going to get you off of these four movies and nudge you along to another couple of choices that I know you and I were talking the other day, and it may not be where you're going now, but we were talking about a couple of movies I'm going to mention to you, and you have to include them in the rest of the program somewhere. One of them is Home Alone, which you've already mentioned, which I think a lot of people like, and a movie that I didn't didn't know about until about a year ago, and I ended up watching it on YouTube, and it's called Love Actually. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, and and that was on my list too. Okay, Um, I'm not trying to steal your thunder. I'm trying to edge you toward them so I can hear what you have to say.
1: Yeah, um, you know, you were talking about Christmas in in Connecticut, and that's another movie back in uh, the the World War II era. There's a couple of movies like that. In 1945, it was Christmas in Connecticut. In 1942,
0: it was Holiday Inn, which is a movie
1: where uh, White Christmas came from and those two movies uh, are ones that are well worth watching uh christmas in connecticut had barbara stanwick in it and uh she was uh, <clears throat> supposedly this super homemaker and she's uh winds up uh well you know she gets she kind of gets in a, a fix. Because uh, a war hero winds up um, staying with her over the holidays, and and then you got Sydney Greenstreet, and, and anything he's in is is well worth watching.
0: Right, he, he had a short career of about ten years, I mm-hmm. think, but uh, yeah. it was he. Uh, people will remember him if they don't say who is Sydney Greenstreet. He was in the Maltese Falcon too, yeah. so uh, that's a way you can remember.
1: No, you uh, know he's he, he's just a very distinctive character, great actor, and uh, he was a little bit on the rotund. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I might describe
0: him that way. Yes, that's that's a good. Uh, you don't hear the word rotund very often, but it applies to Sidney Greenstreet, I think.
1: It, 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 let's just say he he had a little bit more weight than he probably wanted to have, and and he, he carried it well. Yes. So he. That was a good movie. Um, <clears throat> it's a movie that I think that that uh, you can find on Turner Classic Movies. And I don't know the other platforms as well as, as some because I just, uh, you know, it's all I can do to keep up with 160 channels on cable. All
0: uh, right. <laughs> if you keep your, Keep your eyes open and read the schedules. You usually can get at least one shot at most of the movies we're talking about tonight, if not more. And then there's streaming services like Netflix and things like that. Woody, I am going to tell you that we are just about in the middle of our program now, so we're going to have to pause and check the news. And when we come back, we'll talk some more about Christmas in Connecticut at all right after this. The clock is about to click over to 9.35 on WPTF Radio. Tom Kearney here on the Tom Kearney Show on this Friday night, and we're talking about Christmas movies, a part of the experience of Christmas, along with the trees and the shopping and and uh, all the other things that go with the Christmas season and the classics that we uh, see perhaps when we're young and see again and again and again over the years, and they bring back memories of uh, Christmases and uh, people that we watch watched them with. And talking about those movies tonight is Woody Seymour, our friend from Sanford, North Carolina, who appears with us periodically. And, uh, Woody, I've forgotten exactly where we were, but... Uh, we were talking uh, about The uh,
1: Christmas in Connecticut.
0: Okay. And let there me just said.
1: say in passing that that's a movie I would encourage our listeners to try to find um, on Turner Classic Movies in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the first time I saw the movie, I was a little disappointed it wasn't in color, but then after I saw the movie, I thought, well, you know, this is a good black-and-white movie, and it, it's well worth watching.
0: Any um, movie with Barbara Stanwyck in it is worth watching.
1: So That's true. I mean, unless you watch the TV show The Big Valley, she's not in all that many movies, and the movies she's in she does a great job.
0: Yes, she does. Well, it's not a Christmas movie, but you can always watch Double Indemnity, and you, you, you'll you see exactly what I'm talking about if you need, right. need a recommendation. See, need. Um, she
1: she does an excellent Western, too. I've, I've seen several Westerns with her, and she does an excellent Western. Um, another movie back in 1942 was Holiday Inn. Now, this is the movie that... Uh, where, where uh, White Christmas, the song White Christmas, comes from. There's also a later movie that had Bing Crosby in it called White Christmas. The two movies are not really related, except they both have White Christmas in them. Uh, and Holiday Inn is about, about uh, I, I guess it's a place where service men and, and women. And their spouses maybe can come and have entertainment, and it's a musical, but it's just uh, it's enthralling. I enjoyed it. It's good to see. I enjoy seeing Bing Crosby in anything. I just, I just I've always liked Bing Crosby, so uh, I would encourage our uh, listeners to be on the lookout for that. Um, now that kind of gets me out of the 1940s. So, uh, there's some later movies, too. And, excuse me. You were were talking about Home Alone, which is, if I had to to rank my favorite Christmas movie, I mean, that would be right up there because I just like that movie. I've always liked it. I first heard about it uh, from Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey had seen the movie back when it first came out, and just was raving about it. And uh, and I've enjoyed it ever since. It's just uh, the actor uh, is very the place Kevin is absolutely uh, he's just enthralling to me. I, I love watching it and it's just an enjoyable movie. It, it puts me in the Christmas spirit to watch that movie. And it made me grateful that I have better parents than Kevin had. So.
0: <laughs> it's Macaulay Culkin, isn't that the uh, the actor? the That's young the actor. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought that Macaulay was right. Culkin. Well, what we have to tell for people who haven't seen it is that Macaulay Culkin gets left home, but his parents are, go off to Paris and they don't notice that he's missing until, uh, what was it, on the plane or after they got to Paris? They they, they had a number of kids, and they weren't his paying mom, very much attention.
1: His, his mom's sitting there in the plane, and all of a sudden, she kind of jolts awake, and she says, Kevin! I mean, she... Uh, <laughs> you, you, what, what I love about that movie, I mean, there's so many things about it, but what I love is the way that family, I mean, they are just absolutely... Uh, it's unbelievable how 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 they move and how they're going about and how they could actually wind up leaving a member of their group behind. But it's about 15 people going on a trip to to uh, Paris, and you know they just uh, they got in a tizzy. So because they they missed they missed their alarm to wake up, and that's all I'm going to say about it. If you haven't seen it. It's a great movie. Um, there's several sequels to it, um, and uh, there's uh, Home Alone Two is in New York City, and that's that's not a bad movie. Uh, it's uh, the same premise, but I mean it's set in New York, and it's just uh, uh, it's well worth watching. There's uh, two or three other sequels after that. I, I don't think they're very good movies. So, uh, I can't recommend them. And then uh, another one, you were talking about love actually. And this is one that I heard, first heard about two or three years ago. Um, and it just it really sort of gotten, I think you referred to it as kind of like a, a cult status where a lot of people like to watch this and it's not directly about Christmas but it's become kind of a
0: Christmas movie and yeah, Christmas shows up in it. it's not a Christ, Christmas yeah. movie in that it focuses solely on Christmas but Christmas does show up in it uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I like the scenes where Hugh Grant is going to take one of his underlings one of the people who works for him it's a girl and every time she speaks to him she ends up saying a cuss word of some sort and uh, yeah he's yeah. the prime minister i think and he's prime but, uh, minister. Colin first though, who a lot of people like is in it and emma thompson is in it mm-hmm.
1: yeah it is it, it's, it's, i think it's 13 vignettes or something like that or 13 little scenarios and it's just very well done it's it's kind of a movie that you just sit there and enjoy watching. And it's uh, it's, it's very, uh, it's serious, but it's also light. And that's unusual to have a movie like that with it's serious and, and light as well. And it will be on, it will be a little bit easier to find than The Bishop's Wife for Christmas in Connecticut. Um, but you, know, you just have to kind of look for it. It's not shown as much as Home Alone is. So uh, that's that's one that I I really thought uh, I'm really looking out for. I've got a list of about five or six movies that I'm looking out for, and that's
0: one of them. Now you have room for one more movie before we take the next break, so what is your nominee to fill in this gap in the program?
1: All right, excuse me, for my next movie, it's a movie that I I haven't seen but a couple of times, and it's fairly recent. I mean, it's it's after 2000 as well. It's called Four Christmases, and it's got uh, Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, and they are a couple that uh, well, they they're both sets of parents divorced, so and they have remarried, so they have basically four families. To have to deal with Uh, each each of their mothers and each of their fathers married somebody else, so they got four families to have to deal with. And what the way they try to resolve the issue each year is, they try to go on a trip somewhere, so they don't have to busy with any of them, because they don't want to be with any of them. And so they are uh, one year they're getting ready to go to uh, I think somewhere in the South Pacific, and they're at San Francisco Airport getting ready to take off, and uh, fog keeps their flight from taking off, and so they have to kind of go to Plan B. And Plan B, they wind up in the next, you know, couple of days. This and all four sets of parents. In other words, all four families. And it's just, uh, it, it, it's interesting. Uh, it. The critics didn't think all that much of the movie, but the box office, it did it did very well at the box office. Uh, it uh, brought in over $150 million, and that was probably 15 years ago or something like that. So it's a, it's well worth watching, at least once, and uh, it's one that you don't hear a lot about. It's called Four Christmases. It's got a... Couple of other names too, and it, it's unusual. I think it's maybe it was. It, it's got a lot of English and uh, American type actors, but I think it, it was filmed something to do with uh, Germany, and it's not filmed in Germany, I don't think. But it's just one of those movies that are kind of made over the years that they uh, they're, they're inve- investments from other countries. And anyway, four Christmases.
0: All right. Uh, We're going to give you a chance to pour over your pages and catch your breath because it's time to take a break. It's uh, uh, 945 at uh, WPTF. Woody Seymour is our guest talking about Christmas movies. Tom Kearney here, kibitzing along the way, and we'll be back right after this. The Tom Kearney Show on FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. WPTF. We're back. Tom Kearney and Woody Seymour on the Tom Kearney Show. I'll remind you that uh, we are on uh, every night to the week, and our schedule is posted on the WPTF website each Monday morning, and this coming Monday, uh, the nighttime mechanic uh, from uh, uh, King's Auto, uh, Mr. Bailey, is going to be with us, So that, and a number of people other- of a really nice programs next week. in fact, uh, Pam Beck will be here talking about the plans for the Christmas season. A Rand will be here to talk about the best books he's read this past year, and uh, we'll have a couple of other things too and next Friday night, Stephen, my brother will be back, and we do our annual program where we don't do Christmas topics, but we do Saturday morning programming. So if you know who Wiley Coyote is, you'll be right at home next Friday night, but tonight. We're talking about uh, about movies, about Christmas movies. Part of what it takes to make a Christmas season. It's always good to gather the family around and watch. Well, it's it's a wonderful life, for right? instance, or a movie that. Uh, well, what are you going to mention? The movie about the BB gun.
1: Uh, I think so.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Something I want to mention, Tom, about uh, uh, just just listening to your programs coming up that. Program about uh, that you and Stephen do about the cartoons and Saturday morning is uh, one of my favorite shows during the year. And uh, I also noticed that uh, it, it's very, very uh, uh, it's very neat to me that you that Rand Coble is still a guest on your show. When I was a freshman at Davidson College, he was the president of the student body. So he's about two or three years older than I am, but he's been a guest on your program for. Decades
0: and um, yeah. Well, I had forgotten that you were that he, like you, was a Davidson. I mean, I knew he was, but I'd forgotten to put you two together. You know, as Davidson alumni. He didn't
1: really know me because I was a freshman. He was president of the student body, but there were only a thousand students, so it wasn't like it was that large. But uh, but uh, you know, he's he he's I guess he's retired now, and so he's.
0: I think he's doing some scholarly work but he technically is retired from his long time job. Yes. I think he's writing a book as a matter of fact. Yeah.
1: Well, he I remember him but anyway, that's uh it, it's neat to hear a lot of the some of the guests that you've had that have, that you've had for a number of years and uh you know, that's uh it's like a like a big family of, of people and you know, we kind of get together and share information. So um, it's a good thing to have. But uh, um, in the last segment, we were talking about uh, Four Christmases. And uh, now you had a movie you want to talk
0: about, and I want to make sure we get to it. I can't remember which one you, that you're talking about now. I've talked about so many movies. Yeah. Do uh, you remember what title that was? You and I had some lengthy conversations. We this had background. a lengthy and, conversation. i tell you one,
1: to... one I want to talk about. Is Christmas Vacation because some things about that. Is it, this is one of a series of movies that featured Chevy Chase and Beverly okay. D'Angelo. And uh, the first one is, uh, you know, they go out to, they're going to Wally World. Wally or World, right. And then they go to Europe. And then Christmas Vacation is perhaps my favorite. Now, I have to confess that uh, that I, I loved. Saturday Night Live when it first came on the air and Chevy Chase was one of the main people back in 1975 when it came on the air. I've always liked his movies. He's just got a particular kind of humor but
0: there's some things
1: about that movie. I mean, Randy Quaid is absolutely... um, he's, He's just... He's just funny. I mean, he makes me laugh. And the deal with the Christmas lights going on in the neighborhood, and, uh, it's just, it's just very entertaining. One thing that I picked up, and that is, is that Rusty, the, the Clark and Ellen Griswold's younger son, or their only son, Rusty, is played by, uh, Johnny Galecki, who is, uh, played Leonard Hofstadter in The Big Bang Theory for 12 years, and, uh, you know, very well known in television circles now, but he, as a as a, a boy, he was in that movie, Christmas Vacation.
0: I didn't know that. This is one reason I listen to programs like this. Good. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that's one reason I want to bring up that movie, because I didn't realize when I first watched it, when I heard he was in the movie, at first I thought he was the next-door neighbor with uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You know, I thought that's who he was, but no, he was. The younger, he was he was uh, Rusty Griswold, and so, uh, you know, he, he when you look at him, you can tell that's him. He's not wearing the glasses like he does as Leonard. But uh, you know, it's just interesting how you how you pick up these people, and it's just got some funny people. E.G. Marshall is in that movie, and uh, one of my shows I remember watching kind of a competition for Perry Mason. Not much competition, but it was called the Defenders. Yeah. E. Marshall, And he's in it. And uh, let's see, uh, Doris, who uh, has uh, been in a lot of things. What's her last name, Doris? Doris Roberts? Yes, it? Doris Roberts. She's been in a lot of things. She's in it, too. Um, it's just, I mean, I, I watch it every year. I mean, there's there's several movies I watch every year, and that's one of them. And I, I highly recommend it. It's, uh, it make, it makes me laugh. I mean, there's, there's a lot of good laughs in there. And I hate to say it, but Randy Quaid causes most of the laughs. I mean, he, he is just, he is just so out there in this movie that uh, he's just
0: a lot of fun to watch. Well, I, like you said at the beginning, I always enjoyed Chevy Chase, he sort of became. I saw an interview with Jane Curtin the other day, and he—he yeah. was talking about how he became the face of the of the Saturday Night Live bunch. But he he never could get much traction once he got away from Saturday Night Live. Uh, kind of enjoyed the Fletch movies a little bit, but that uh, that would that wouldn't take him very far. And he even had a a talk show for a brief period one time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, uh, I mean, opposite. he had he, it's like he had he had certain things he did, and he just couldn't kind of get out of that those comedy things that he did like uh, um, you know he'd have water in his mouth and he would laugh or something and spit water out I mean he, he, he would do that that was part of his stick uh, but he's just he, he's just super cool at least he thinks he's cool guy and you know he's trying to do what's best for his, his kids but I think one of the funniest scenes on
0: the now, quickly, first, because we we're gonna to have to go in about thirty seconds. Did you know okay. that?
1: So. Anyway, when he's at the Grand Canyon, they they go all the trouble to get to the Grand Canyon, and they stop there for fifteen seconds to look at it, and then they leave. So I mean, I just <laughs> I just thought
0: that that is, yeah, that that's, that's uh, it's worth certainly more than about fifty seconds. Uh, but the way.
1: Uh, that movie's on AMC a lot. I, right. I think it's on almost every other night.
0: So okay. Uh, well, Woody, well, I want to thank you for being willing to come and talk with me about movies like this and remind me of some that I had not had time to see lately. In just a moment, uh, uh, our signature tune is going to pop out of the speakers here, and it's going to mean that it's time for us to go. But uh, I, I appreciate your being with us tonight, and, and I want to tell you that I'm going to give you a call off the air once we, once we close up here tonight. So please don't mm-hmm. look for that, okay? Okay,
1: Tom, and we wish all the
0: the uh, happy holidays. Thank Merry Christmas you to all our listeners. Oh, so Merry Christmas. Here's Jim Croucher. The Tom Kearney Show on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF.